to Rachel Neely and she is here and she's gonna share her part of it because I know that she's someone that you know understands more than I do <laughs> and uh, I know she does some studies and stuff so go ahead Rachel introduce yourself girl okay well my name is Rachel Neely and I am a Colorado native um, and I was I'm excited to be a part of this discussion because I do firmly desire to help anybody who struggles with psychological and spiritual warfare and also understanding the difference and how both come into play and both technically can um, lead to spiritual warfare as well. So I'm looking forward to this discussion and I'm really hoping that it's helps somebody out, you know? Yes. So um, here's the thing. I have friends. I'm just going to jump right into it. Okay. okay. So I have friends, family members, you name it, coworkers, um, who, okay, the ones that are, I'm going to put them, I'm going to label them as worldly. And the other ones, I'm going to name, label them as spiritually. <laughs> so the worldly people that I know, um, they deal with family members or friends or whatever with like people that have issues because with their mind mentally because of drugs or just some type of trauma like PTSD like it could be all kinds of things right but right. on the spiritual side it's like we have family friends uh church family people that are you know um that deal with it within their own family members and it's question to be it's the enemy right away the enemy the enemy we're under attack or it's attack and yes you know I understand the enemy comes in like that and attacks our family you know but also what is it that our family members are doing to get to that state of mind because there's some of them are not born this way you know it came either through the best that I know is like drugs and alcohol but on the spiritual side everyone will say it's the enemy and not look at it like i i get it i get all that i get the spiritual side but it's also psychological you know it's also right mental it's also things like that and 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 um as much as we pray for the individual i think that's uh all we, we can do at times Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, we how are we going to cast out demons in someone when they're not possessed? Right. They're not possessed. It's <laughs> right. All, like you, I've seen a possessed person and I've seen a person that's um, just they're not in the right state of mind because of health, because of mental. But I've seen the uh, possessed person, you know what I mean? And sometimes it's like. You, you get what I'm saying? If we have the spiritual gifts, just like they did in the Bible, I'm sure that, you know, we cast them out and they're delivered and they're renewed, restored. Because I've seen it happen many times. However, right. how are we going to try to cast out something that's mentally, psychological, and it's not passing? It's not because we're not doctors. Right. <laughs> and I think that's a doctor's job, not to cast out a demon, but to cast out whatever help in regards to, you get what I'm saying? 
Right. Absolutely. And I definitely agree because, you know, ultimately God gave everybody specific talents. And some of those talents come in the forms of doctors and nurses and medical staffing that actually are educated. And I, while I still believe that there are some doctors that will just throw medicine at anybody at any given time, there are also doctors that actually genuinely care and will go the extra mile to make sure that you're getting proper diagnosis and proper care before they even resort to any sort form of medication, you know? And I think that sometimes as Christians, we think that all gifts are supposed to be like spiritual, but sometimes a simple gift is education and being able to learn something about the human body that somebody may not under, somebody else may not understand, you know? Mm-hmm. So. It's like, uh, you know, I was looking online and it's saying that both are human interiority. I can't even pronounce that. But <laughs> it's like the dynamic of them both, you know. And um, we constantly wonder because, like, you know, we just don't know. Um, it, it, it makes a person feel uncomfortable at times, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And um, it's a struggle, Um it's just a question that's constantly being asked and constantly um, pray for my loved one, pray for my loved one. And we, and we do, don't get us wrong. We do. But it, there's some people that are um, in denial. I'm going to say it like that in denial because they want to not see their loved one, you know, have this type of diagnosis, whatever it is. Um, so they will, deny it and just think of it as no it's a spiritual attack it's right. a spiritual attack on my on my body on my family and my and my friend or she, you know what I mean and it's just like it's it's a hard thing you know what I mean it so is. how about yourself like do do you ever like what what do you experience what when do you know when you're under spiritual spiritual attack and when do you know when it's just you know it's just our our human nature to deal with stuff like this Well, for me, it took me a lot of years to kind of figure it out. You know, I've always struggled with being depressed and I can never figure out why. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I spent years on and off antidepressants and antidepressants would make it worse. And I struggled and I struggled and I didn't want to take it because, you know, after I got saved, I was taught that God can heal and we don't need to rely on medicine. And so I, I didn't, you know, I was just trying to make it, but I was just noticing that my depression What I was dealing with, it was inexplainable to people. I couldn't tell you how bad it was. Mm -hmm. And to know that I was struggling going to work and I was struggling wanting to live and I was struggling wanting, like, finding any hope or any means or reason and purpose, you know, um, I've always prayed. Since I got saved and, and I started understanding the spiritual battles, I've always prayed. And I would fight the urge and and giving into going to the doctor to finally get help and just be like something's not right because I was always taught it's a spiritual battle well 90 I believe that 98% of that is true um my personal experience what from my perspective and my own personal struggle I I have prayed and prayed and prayed until I couldn't pray anymore Mm-hmm. And I've been on my knee, like I, I got to a point and I, I remember one night I just cried and I was like, God, I don't know what's wrong with me. Why? Why me? 
you know, like, why do I have to struggle with this? And you can't explain that to people because, you know, somebody who doesn't struggle with depression or some sort of mental disorder, they don't see, they're, they have blinders on to the depths of how deep it can go. Mm-hmm. And what my doctors explained to me when I finally decided to seek help, and I actually had a Christian doctor, God blessed me with, when I began my journey to my mental health healing Um, he explained to me that our brains are just like any other organ of the body. And just like your ribs, if you get hit hard enough, your ribs will crack. If you get punched in the chest hard enough, you, your lungs can collapse. You know, um, it's it's the same thing with trauma. When we physically take trauma to our brain or even emotional and mental trauma, the amount of pressure that stress and trauma put on your body tends to kill off some effective working brain cells or if, and, or minimize some of the functions in the brain. Mm-hmm. And so they would explain to me, go into depth of how our brain can easily be affected just by any other organ or bone in our body because we're human bodies. And sometimes we, just like somebody can get cancer, they have to be treated for that. That's not something that they can help. And sometimes people are born with some sort of trauma or experience trauma throughout life that affects them to the point where it mentally changes them forever. Now, people can heal from that. You can recover from it, but you you never 100% recover. Right. And trauma always, like, affects everybody differently. So while one may take that hit and it may affect maybe how they move a little bit, but and can live their life perfectly after that, or they look like they're living life perfectly, while the other one could go through the same thing and struggle and struggle and struggle to even want to wake up or even find any reason to desire to live anymore. And that's that's the beauty, but also I feel like a curse that we face as individuals that the same type of experience can affect people completely different and nobody would understand. So that's why those that don't struggle with depression or mental illnesses can't comprehend and grasp the concept of how this mental illness may have developed, you know, or where they born with it or what is it that creates these things? You know, it's, I think that we get blinded by the fact that mental health ties into spiritual health as much as physical health Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. we have to take care of every aspect of that and treating getting treatment for a mental illness whether temporary or long term is you shouldn't be ashamed of that now I take meds you know a lot of people don't agree with it I've had I've listened to preachers all the time talk about how we don't need meds you know they just want to pop meds in everybody which Mm -hmm. in some cases is true But I take meds and I pray constantly and I always tell God, I know that you can heal me. Right. But until I know that you've delivered me, I'm going to continue to do my part so that I know that I can remain healthy enough mentally so that I can stay focused spiritually. Because if I don't, then every little thing, it, it beats me down. You know, little things that happen tend to make me feel like I took a hard blow and it could be a simple, you know, flick to somebody else. And it sucks that 
you know, I, for me personally, it sucks that to know that like, I'm so sensitive mentally, um, or I, I never know who to trust mentally because of everything that I've been through or, you know, just knowing that there are certain smells and sights and things that trigger, those are things that we deal with for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. And if you don't face that and you don't understand that instead of condemning or trying to make people feel guilty for wanting to get help psychologically, you should be supporting that because I believe ultimately when we find the help psychologically, God and God puts these people in our paths to give us the tools to the journey of healing. Exactly. And it doesn't mean that we have to like live in therapy for 20 years. It means that we utilize the tools given to us so that we can do our part in, in trying to heal and trying to recover. And that's the yeah. best that we could do. Right. Right. So so you said that you've been on meds since you were young? Yeah, I started meds age? when I was yeah, when I was a teenager, um they put they put me on antidepressants. Okay. Um you know, for me, my mental illness, um I'm I'm open with what I struggle with. Um I struggle from PTSD and bipolar 2 disorder. And it took me a lot to come to the terms and accept that, you know, I have a bipolar disorder. Um, but what it is, is that bipolar two is a manic depression where I can be okay for a long time. And then all of a sudden I'll, I'll get really, really depressed to the point of being suicidal. And it would last anywhere from two days to up to months. Right. And I go through these highs and lows. I have no control over it. I really don't. And as much as I've tried to control it, as much as I prayed through it and everything, the prayers were not working. And I felt in my heart that that was God's sign of you need to get checked out. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to seek help. And I, and I found out that this is something that I struggle with. And the PTSD, I kind of figured, you know, I went through a lot as a kid and even as a young adult, you know, um, some of the traumas that we face, like for me, my psych- psychological trauma came from being molested by multiple people as a kid and being raped as a young adult because I tried to self-medicate and was always surrounding myself with drunks. So then when you're drunk, you get taken advantage of, you know, and those are multiple traumas that you like I've been trying to overcome and, you know, trying to get through. And it came from people that I've trusted, people that I knew, people that were like family to me, Mm -hmm. you know, and and I never understood that those types of traumas could lead somebody into a, a bipolar two disorder and the antidepressant and why the antidepressants made it worse over the years was because antidepressants don't help bipolar two. There's different, right. there's d- different types of um, side effects that come with the bipolar two disorder that require different meds. Had I never gotten the desire to see- seek further in that, I still believe doctors would be giving me trying an- many different antidepressants with me. Mm. But instead, you know, I found a doctor who explained it on a Christian aspect and, you know, let me know and help me understand the mental illness that I was struggling with. And when I started the meds that they gave me, my life turned around. You know, I still struggle with down days, but I don't go for months and I don't go for weeks. You know, and it's been the biggest breakthrough for me doing that because I knew how hard... I had to fight personally 
to try to feel happy or try to look happy, to try to pretend to be happy because I couldn't feel it. Right. You know, and I, I was, I was desperate, you know, and I, I prayed and I prayed and I I fought for years, you know, and this, like I said, again, this comes back to the spiritual aspect of, well, God's a healer. You don't need that. But at the same time, you know, what God revealed to me in my process is that he's given us these doctors that treat cancer, that treat mental illness, that treat physical illnesses, that treat the specialized in disabilities. He's given us these people for a reason. It's just up to us to make sure that if we don't feel at peace about something, then we seek a second opinion. Right. And you continue to seek an opinion until you finally find a place where you feel at peace with what they're saying. And God will reveal that to you. If you have a true relationship with God, there's no wrong in seeking help mentally. Yes, I get all that. I get the whole med situation because I grew up in a foster home. All my foster brothers and sisters were on med medications. Yeah. And I did see what it did to sometimes I'd be like, I'm, I ain't going to lie. I was against it growing up. I really was. But as I became further um, into uh, healthcare, because I'm a healthcare worker, and I see how what the elderly and the young adult experience when they have been really diagnosed with like schizophrenia, um, bipolar, all this, I see how it helps. I see how the medication helps. You know what I mean? And in the spiritual world, like I get it. We all are Christians. We go through spiritual attacks, but every attack is different. Like it's just, it's just really, really different. And, you know, the more you, the more, um, you know, it's, it's, I, I like, for instance, I recently was talking to a close friend, um, family, church family member. She, you know, everything, everything that she goes through, what she's dealing with, you know, I, I just had this conversation with her the other day. And I said, listen, I said, I, okay, we pray. And it's not that people are uncomfortable like you might feel like you're alone. Like, you know, I've been asking for them to help me, help me. Um, well, okay. They have been, they are, you know, they are praying when you ask for a prayer and you got your prayer warriors, of course, they're going to pray. You got your intercessor, intercessors, of course, they're going to pray. They're going to go to battle for your needs. And the right. thing is, is that we, we, we rely on the Lord. You know, he's our strength. He's everything. He, he relieves that power, that, that anointing through the individual. Right. And so I told her, listen, it's not that some people don't want to help. It's just that when the description of the condition, it just seems like, whoa, okay, listen, we, we got you through prayer, but I think you need to let the doctors handle it, you know, through the health side. Yeah. And um, now I told her this, I said, now we can pray for the, the doctors, the nurses, the CNA, the, the, the team that's assisting your family member. Now we can pray that God will move through them, that his power will move through them. Okay. Because right now it's gotten to the point where it's not a spiritual attack. It's a, it's a, yes. Okay. This is another thing. This is a, big thing in ministry is we get people who are 
coming off drugs. You know, we get the backsliders. We get the drug addicts. We get the prostitute. We get all that in our ministry, okay? Right. And um, it's like when they experience that, um, when they're doing drugs, drinking, whatever, then they end up coming to church. They feel good. They, they haven't used in a minute. As soon as they backslide, start using, start, you know, their downfall, then that's when it becomes in their mind when they are on drugs, that's when they're battling spiritually. That's when they're like, you know what? My God's not your God. Um, I, I read the Bible. You you feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. people, because my brother went through that when he got diagnosed with psychosis, he was a He's um, a jack of all trades. I mean, he does. He's a professional oil painter. Uh, he makes he's just an artist in all kinds of things. And his one of his things was he had tons of paintings of different virgins and and saints and all these things that he had orders of that he was making for people. So when he got on the drug, when he was in that state of mind, and all over the map, he destroyed all his paintings. He destroyed everything. Next wow. thing you know, days passed. His neighbors called the cops. They said he was in the streets doing this. He ended up in the hospital, wasn't eating, this and this and that. Next thing you know, he when he came out of it, it was exactly seven days. And he woke up and he said, I was fasting. That's why I didn't eat. That's why I didn't respond. And we're like, what? You know what I mean? So it was like a trip. But that part right there, he he wasn't in his right mind either. He he was right. till this day he's not. He could be normal, he could be off drugs and and off medication. He's just like he'll just start talking to himself out of nowhere and just seeing things and talking. But when he's on on alcohol, it's the worst. So right now that's what we're dealing with in our ministries. We're dealing we're dealing with those people. So that's why the families come in and say, "Hey, it's a spiritual attack. We're ever under, you know, it's demonic, it's this that." We get all that. Yes, you know. But it's so hard, Rachel. <laughs> it gets to be where it's like Lord, we need a spiritual doctor in our ministry now. <laughs> right. Because we're the ones diagnosing them, you know what I mean? Right. Just because we come from experience. But that's the biggest thing right now. And it, it's hard. And I feel bad for families that come and ask for prayer or something like that. And I just, it's like, we do pray and we do trust in the Lord. I know that me, when I wanted my deliverance from alcohol and all that, so that because I was under attack and it was witchcraft. Okay. Yeah. When I got delivered, uh, before I got delivered, you know, I experienced all that. I was in the world. I was partying. I was doing all that stuff. My whole life I was doing, not my whole life, but since I was a teen till my mid twenties, I didn't know like tarot cards and going to psychics and there all this stuff was part of witchcraft i never knew that i used to just do it for the fun i thought it was a simple card game you know what i mean right Until it got deeper and darker as i grew and then once i became into ministry and felt felt the darkness now i felt it now i knew the difference between right. mental and that spiritual right and, but when i got truly delivered from from the lord I knew he delivered me because I, I knew his power because I no longer crave that and I don't have the desire to go back. Right. You know? And so 
I just think that, that that's what we deal with in our ministries, you know, and it, it's, it's a hard thing. It's a really, really hard thing. Yeah, you know, and I firmly believe, like, I like for, personally from my experience, you know, being somebody who is a God-fearing woman and has a heart that loves God, but also has had to go, you know, de- that deals with the mental illness, the enemy will use our weakness t- to attack us. And sometimes he uses that mental illness to do just that. And that's why I say it's important that if you're like, if you're going through stuff, like if you're always struggling, being depressed and it's been a long time, like maybe get checked out, you know, maybe just do it because even if it's something that's for a while, or maybe even just getting in therapy or something will help you. If you're not tending to your psychological needs, you're leaving a whole door open for the enemy to consistently attack you. Right. And that's something that I still have to fight with. Like I, there's days that I'm like, what the heck is going? Like I will wake up and I'll just be crying all day. I I mean, I will just be so down. I will feel like I'm drowning and it's my spiritual duty because even though I take my meds and stuff, it's my spiritual duty to pray through that and be like, God, I'm not going to, I may be dealing with this, but I'm not going to let the enemy win with how I feel. I'm not going to let him, I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to, you know, let him get the victory. So no matter what I'm dealing with, with it, you know, I have to press through and pray, but the enemy will use that against you if you're not getting the proper help. And I'm sorry. Like I love, you know, I love people that love God. And I know, like I said, I know God can heal me, but that's on his time, you know, and it's just hard for people in the church to find the support to know when to seek professional help, you know, because, you know, I remember there was times when people like, well, you just got to pray. You just got to pray. It's just the enemy. It's just the enemy. And, and yeah, in a lot of cases, that's very much true. But when it's a psychological thing where your brain, something is permanently damaged in your brain and you have no control over that, that's something that we need to help. We wouldn't break an arm and not cast it to mend it back. Right. You know, we take care of every other part of our body. Why not take care of our minds so that we're taken care of properly, too? You know, every single part of our body requires some sort of attention. Right. You know, and it's so it's important that we start seeing that, man, because especially nowadays, man, like people have been going through so much. And right. it's just, it's just going to keep getting worse. And until we learn how to handle the mental and the psychological um, defects so and learn how to tend to those, it's just going to get a lot harder. Suicide rates are going up. Addiction rates are going up. Why? Because people want a way out of the psychological torture that they're going through. And it's looked down upon to get help. And the most common thing everybody like refers to is PTSD. And they only look at military for that. Yeah. They don't understand the the PTSD from other traumas. I know um, mental illness, it became a big thing, especially during the pandemic, even before the pandemic, and even now within our youth. So much out there. And it's like, I, I wish I had the gift to be like where I'm like, not, I guess not the gift, but the experience to be like, let me go and do get certified in mental illness so I can understand it more. You know what I mean? Right. I know each and every one of us deal with some type of mental illness. 
And if you don't, you're a liar <laughs> because each and one, every one of us have to deal with a little bit of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, there are ways that we can evaluate ourselves and be like, you know what? I'm going to pray about it. I know I could get through this. I'm, I, you know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But again, there's a psychological one and, and that's a huge heaviness. And that's, that's why I wanted to talk to you about this topic because I know it's something that you also, like you said, you had to deal with it growing up inside the world and outside the world. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, thank you for sharing a bit of your testimony. You yeah, know what I mean? And um, the, 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 you know, the medications that you take today, you feel like, uh, do you feel like you'll ever bring yourself off them or do you feel like you're going to continue to need them or? like how how's your dosage like are you how's your intake has it decreased increased like where you at on that I I'm at the same dosage that I started on in 2020 um so it's and I I pray about it you know I pray like okay God so you know I'm always asking God to help guide me to you know do I start trying to talk to my doctor about reducing it like where do I go from here and for me you know as you as you personally know I recently had surgery and I hadn't been able to take my meds for you know a couple months Mm -hmm. and I start I can tell the difference I've been struggling a lot with depression again um and just the trauma side of it so to me that was just a sign of it's not time yet but I personally believe and I'm always praying God please deliver me and please let me know when I'm delivered, mm-hmm. you know, cause I know you could do it. And I just hold on to that faith. It's just like, I look at it like, you know, like a cancer patient where you're going to keep doing, you're going to keep doing chemo to keep fighting for your life. And that's what I'm doing in the meantime, until I know that God has healed me, I'm going to continue fighting for my life. Right. Mentally so that I can live, you know, I had, I, I had never been happy. You know, it wasn't, it literally was not until 2020, believe it or not, 2021, okay, when COVID hit and everybody was going crazy, that was actually the most peaceful year of my life. That is the year that I got to experience peace for the first time because I had started getting help. My mental illness was in a, like under control. My spiritual walk with God was a lot closer than I'd ever been. And, you know, I just continue to seek that. So I believe that God's going to let me know when it's time to stop. He's yes. going to let me know, you know what, it's it's your time. You're, I'm going to heal you and I'm taking over. Yes, because he is a miracle working God. He is, you know, um, a way maker, you know. Yes. Um, I've seen his deliverance. You know, there's many, many, many stories in the Bible where he's right. healed. And, um you know, and yes, prayer can help. And yes, God does still heal in miraculous ways. Um, but more often than not, more prayer and more faith are not the only remedy for mental illness. Medicine is still needed. And uh, yeah. <laughs> most people's medicine is where they give up, like I said, and they turn to drugs, you know. And yes, I asked a question not too long ago, too. They're like, do you think... Uh, your 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 pastors or your leaders in the church, like your you know the associate pastors, 
do you think they deal with things well yeah they're human of right. course you know now you now we can talk about the spiritual attack because everyone goes through it emotionally yeah. um depressed financially just uh not not having the desire like your spirits hurt your spirit's been hindered some way you you don't have the desire to move forward you just want to quit you want to throw in the towel you're mad you're anger you know we can talk about you know those principles those are really spiritual attacks those are those right. are you know it ends up being warfare you know what i mean and and, and it's like how do we deal with those of course through prayer you know what I mean? And we recognize it. We recognize it and we admit it for what it is. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And truth is God's truth. And there are both spiritual truths and medical truths. They are part of dealing with this issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, you know, I just want to thank you for sharing um, I know there's more to this topic, and um, I said I'm not fully um, equipped and knowledge in this area. I just see it as it comes. I, I think about it, I'm like, okay, I could feel the spiritual attack on you, but then I can also feel like, hey, you need to go see, you need to go get some professionalism here. Yeah. Now, God has uh, special gifts on everyone, everyone's gifted in all areas. And honey, I'm just not gifted in this area, but I can allow the Holy Spirit to use me in whichever way he can. And right now he's using me to guide you to go get some help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, sometimes it's the, the people don't want to hear what you got to say. They, they will just, you know, it's a hard thing. Anyway, yeah. I just want to thank you all everywhere around the world, whoever's tapping in. Um, thank you so much for listening to our, to my podcast, to this Lola E podcast. I appreciate you also very much. Thank you, Rachel Neely. I pray that the Lord will continue to bless you and continue to heal you from the top of your head down to the soles of your feet and in between. I know that our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ, he is the healer of all healers. He, he's a way maker. He, he sees all things. We just got to continue to trust and believe in him. Have faith, faith as little as a mustard seed. I'll tell you over and over again. You know what I mean? And, and that's just, that's just the way it is. And, and yes, he's a deliverer. Yes, he's a healer. And, and you too, this too shall pass and you will conquer and overcome all, all of this. Amen. Right? All righty. Until the next episode, we'll see you.